Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, we wanted to take a second to remind you that our Patreon exclusive is only available until the end of March, which is coming up soon. So if you wanted to get your hands on our Hamilton-inspired enamel pin, the only way to do that is to head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek before the end of the month, which is March 2019, to grab our exclusive reward. We also wanted to thank our friends who have already supported us. So thank you, Melanie, Catherine, Renee, Whitney, Mara Jade, Karen, I love your art so much. Alyssa at Nerd Side of Life. Jamie, Francisco, and Stacy. Thank you so, so much for your support. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is great for people like me who are very, very bad at reading but are very good at listening to things. We recommend so many cool books on the website like Geekarella by Ashley Poston. And if you don't have time to read like me, you can listen with Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. That's audibletrial.com slash sartorialgeek. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I'm here with Ashley Poston, who you guys will know from uh, Geekerella, if you know, like, Geekerella separately or know our collection with Geekerella. And also, you wrote something for issue four of the magazine, which was so great. (laughs) Plus, we've done, like, panels together and stuff. I feel like... Everyone I feel like we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I love every single thing. Like you were this actually you were the very first official license for a book that I no ever way. did. No way. Oh uh-huh. my gosh. And then you went on to do like Sam Mags and V.E. Schwab and just like be still my heart. <laughs> it's so great. Like the collection of people that I've gotten to work with so far is like the greatest group of people ever and I'm so happy and then everyone loves each other like it's just the greatest it really is and like oh yeah I just I just love all of your designs and your collections I just want everything to be like your collection just in my closet (laughs) well hopefully we'll be doing more and more and more which is part of what we're talking about we might as well just like do the exciting thing first you have you have new things coming out I do. I have new things coming out. Um, I have a new book coming out April 2nd. I'm really sad it wasn't April 1st, so I could do a really great fool's <laughs> joke. Yes. Um, <laughs> gosh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but alas. Um, no, it's a, um, I have a new book coming out April 2nd. It's called The Princess and the Fangirl. It is a contemporary telling of the prince and the pauper set at a fan convention. Um, That's so awesome. Yeah, I am so excited. I, I, I loved Geekerella because it was just like the perfect like rom-com, Disney rom-com. But I, I love Princess and the Fangirl even more because I just got to like dig into what I love about like conventions and like fandoms. And I could talk about like the good and the bad in the fandoms and I could dissect it in like a really fun setting. And I got to write really swoony romances. <laughs> 
I just, it was, it's, it's my baby. I love it so much. That's like the dream project. So it really was. Awesome. So is it in like, it is with Geekerella, right? Are, are they like, what are the, how do those worlds combine or um, align? They're, technically they're standalones, but they are set okay. in the same universe. Um, so if you have read Geekerella um, and you read Prince of the Fangirl, there will be characters who come in from Geekerella oh, uh, with, cool. without spoiling anything, but you don't have to have read it to, to appreciate a uh, princess and the fangirl. It's just okay, like, cool. so a wink, like wink, related, but not, sequel yeah they're like companion novels you you can read them separately or in any order you want to but um but like the universe order is geekerella and then princess that's so fun i'm so excited that's like it's pretty great it's the best i was actually like thinking that something that's so cool about like new books i'm discovering now is that there are so many books that take like two or three or four different and very separate things that you love and put them all together and that's mm-hmm. like what your books do which is so great I love it so much yeah like the first one was about Darian and Elle and this one is about Jess and Imogen um and Jess uh you know from Geekerella because she was uh Darian's co-star and I just like connecting them that way and and just I'm so excited that's so awesome yeah. um we were so if anyone picked up issue four of the magazine you talked a lot about fanfic which I feel like I didn't actually know that's how you got started or like that's what you wrote first which is very cool and then also I feel like that is such a perfect like your your books are books they're not fanfic but they're like you can tell that you that it might have come from fanfic fanfic. (laughs) but once you know that it's very cool so I kind of want to just like Talk about that. Like, how did you find it in the first place? Was, did you like, did you like know that you wanted to write this kind of thing and then found out fanfic existed and we're like, oh my God, or did it go the other way? Or like how, what's your origin story, I guess? All right. So long ago when the pyramids are still young now, yeah. um, <laughs> Uh, no, when I was um, when I was in middle school, well, I, I've always had a penchant to write because when I was younger, I had a really bad speech impediment. I would stutter a lot, um, so I didn't really like to talk out loud. And so I found that I could write stories, and like no one would pick no. on me for writing stories. So, yeah. um, so like I started writing, writing like short stories and stuff like that. And then in middle school, um, I got really deep into this one uh saturday morning cartoon uh called Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah um, i watched <laughs> so much of that so much of that and i was like oh my gosh this is amazing and uh so i started googling it well not googling because google wasn't really a thing oh my god in the days of, of so angel fire yep. <laughs> uh, i i asked jeeves it right um. <laughs> and uh and like i found like um so ao3 wasn't a thing back then because naomi Novik hadn't you know risen up and been like we're gonna do this awesome archive so um so like most of the fanfic was on like angel fires or they were on like message boards 
Um, and so I started like reading these like stories and they were fanfic and they were exactly what I wanted to do. And so I started writing it too, because I had these ideas with these characters. And so in sixth grade, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to start writing this. And so I, I never stopped. I got into Harry Potter that way. I got into Sailor Moon. I did a really great Sailor Moon Dragon Ball Z mashup. Let me tell you, it was terrible. Like, that's so perfect though <laughs> yeah, it's just like and like I found my voice and who I was in the fanfic community and like I got to explore all the things that I couldn't in real life because I'm from a really small town where like everything is either football or you know football or farming right. um, yep. and so like I didn't really have anyone in person to talk to so I found like a lot of my friends online and I found like who I was and I also found my sexual identity online and it was just like it was really informative for me and I I don't know where I would be without fanfic honestly because like a lot of friends I have now I I like I met in fanfic and and in fandom um and like so cool yeah I just, I just really love it, and I still write fanfic today. Um, I do. Do you and, really? I do. It, 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 it helps me re- me remember why, um, why I started writing in the first place, like writing my own stories. Um, because like That's I just, so cool. I just love the joy of being able to like play in a world and to have these characters and to be able to like have a character study with them, and I just, I love it so much. Um, so yeah, I I still write fanfic <laughs> a lot. That's such a smart way to like. I mean, I'm not a writer, but I know that you like like anything. You have to do like exercises and like do things to like keep your creative brain working and like Mm -hmm. you know there's so much that goes on behind the scenes and I feel like writing fanfic is like the most fun (laughs) writing exercise you could possibly imagine that's so cool I love it and like it taught me to meet deadlines and to like ignore flame reviews and like yeah (laughs) no that's such a smart I mean it's so cool that you got started so young and then it's also so great that like yeah like you actually you doing something as like a hobby or just like a fun thing on the side can teach you so many important life skills or like industry skills Mm -hmm. that you need anyway. Like being in a, being on like a message board and making connections. That's like the same thing as being in an industry and making connections. It's just you're in middle school instead of an adult, but like, that's so great. Any way you can learn that stuff. Yeah, and and like being being betas for other uh, fic authors. I mean, that's that that is a perfect way to like hone your critique partner skills. So yeah. yeah, it's just it's 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 so cool, and I love fanfic so much. And also, um, fanfic and like fandom is also where I started um, doing graphic design, uh, which is what I did as my professional job before I became a full time author. I didn't know uh, that either. That's yeah. awesome. So yeah. are you super into fan art too? God, because... I love fan art so much. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's, like... I mean, it's really cool to talk to. I feel like this is who like I am drawn to naturally. And then it's cool to like find out that this is real, but like you're in the world that you're working in too. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you are in fandom in real life on top of writing books that then end up in fandom. So I feel like 
that's really cool because you get you like get it which is it's awesome. the ultimate inception <laughs> right <laughs> yeah seriously though yeah. like it shows like it's you know we, we never were gonna ta- stop spitting it's just gonna right. keep going <laughs> And we were talking before about how, like, now your books have fan art. And, like, that's cool that you, like, know that and, and so love weird. it. And I love it so yeah. much. And, like, it has that's fanfic, so cool. too. And I can't read the fanfic. And I'm so distraught. I've So, yeah, explain that. Because I talked to other authors about it. And it makes total sense. But, like, <gasps> yeah. it's something you don't think about. It's not, Until and I really it. hate it. Like, so I, I can't read fanfic because um, I don't want to like yank ideas. Uh, like, like not not on purpose, but um, but uh, but like accidentally uh, take elements from fanfic into like what I write next, um, especially fanfic of people writing of my stuff. So I I don't want to do that because it's it's their work and it's their stories. And, uh, and it's like the ultimate dilemma because that's, <laughs> it's all like, that's all so real, but then you're like, but I just want to, I want to enjoy it too. <laughs> I know. And I can't enjoy it, but, uh, but finally, so I, I, I finished, uh, I also have another series aside from Geekerella called Heart of Iron. Um, and the sequel is coming out, uh, in July. And after the sequel comes out, I can finally read like the fanfic that I have bookmarked. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Yes. I'm that's so excited. Awesome. Yeah. That's um, going to be like the best day ever. That's going to be like my <laughs> treat for, for, for getting through it. It's like, I'm going to read my own fanfic. Uh, is that, is that so weird? Like, I can't really imagine how that feels in your brain to be like, I started like this and then I wrote a book and now I can read fanfic that other people wrote of my thing. Like, how does that feel? Honestly, if I think about it too much, I start to cry. Um, yeah, because it's seriously. Just, yeah, like it's, I never thought I would be here um, ever. So it's just, I'm very, very lucky. Um, I think that's all there is to it. I am lucky to be where I am and to have the readers that I do and the publishers that I do. And yeah, I just... Um, it's, it's a little bit of hard work and a whole lot of luck. And I'm just always, always so grateful. That I, I understand that feeling like that's, it's just so cool. And it's so cool to have, like, you can see your journey. Like you can, you know, you can look back like at all the things along the way. And I feel like it's really motivational too to talk, like to hear your story. And like you were saying, like, it's not easy, but it's really motivating to like young writers, um, like how you got started and how you got to where you are is so cool. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's really surprising. Um, like when I talk to other authors, they're like, yeah, I also started in fanfic. Like you would not believe how many authors have actually started in fanfic, but you just don't know. Um, and I mean, how would you, unless like you could just keep that a secret or you have to like go, go hear them on a panel or something like, yeah, I mean, like, I I think there's still this, this uh, stigma, um, with like authors who wrote fanfic first, um, was like, oh, you, you did that because like for a long time, at least like for me, uh, growing up and becoming an adult, like fanfic was this thing you didn't really talk about in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, 
then like that has a long history with it too and also why like most fanfic authors are women and it's just it's it's a long thing that I can definitely link to some articles um because yeah, I, 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 I am not a professional um in, in in that study but yeah I've I've read so many uh so many academic studies and papers about like fandom and like especially online internet culture and yeah so it's 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 very it's very enlightening that finally the stigma is is slowly like wearing off and it's okay to be a fangirl and to like embrace what you love and be unironically enthusiastic about it um i think and i feel like that's happening like across a lot of parts of fandom too Mm -hmm. like i mean i remember even like i have i was talking to a friend of mine who sort of used to cosplay as a kid but then was like but I didn't really because it was so weird like to like spend money on it when I was a kid was like not okay like it didn't feel like it was okay and it's so cool to see now I mean obviously there is still like this isn't across the board but like you can be a cosplayer and like be pretty open about it and it's super different than it was a couple decades ago yeah because it's like i i think the internet helped to like crack open the community and so we're all related well not related but 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 we're all like we're all in the same like community together and so even if like i live in the south and you live like somewhere up north and i have friends over on the west coast and like it, it doesn't matter how far we are we're all still connected and we're all still part of the same community which i don't think which which was a lot harder to do before the internet yeah just hearing you talk about how you first found like fanfic before there were places where it was all together i was like oh my gosh i can't even um, i like forget how hard it was to find things before yeah, like you like, really had to hear like word of mouth from a person in real life mm-hmm. like me and me and my best friend when when we were in middle school and high school we had we carried a notebook with us where we would like oh write write in fanfics and trade it off to each other because like we couldn't find any online um, oh my gosh that's so old school <laughs> but it's so real so like that's, real. I remember like when they were like cheat codes for video games and stuff yes. it was the same thing you would like game write charts. it down and give it to someone yep yep <gasps> oh my gosh are there because I I'm not like I know that fanfic exists and I like sometimes it crosses my path and I read it but I'm not as in it now like what how if you're if you're just like a person right now who's like oh fanfic sounds like something I would like let me check it out are there places to go now that are like easier to get into or like what is what is fanfic where does it live online now on online, it lives mostly on AO3, um, archive of our own. It is a completely free archive of hundreds of thousands of fanfics that you can just, you can create an account, you can upload, um, you can read. Uh, it was uh, created by like a group of like fanfic internet nerds who is like, fanfic.net isn't really doing it for us because if you go to fanfic.net like the the archives are terrible you can't find anything the back end is a mess but so they wanted to create they they wanted to create a space where you could find what you wanted and you could upload what you wanted 
Um, and yeah, archive is just fantastic. Um, I donate to them whenever I can because they are, they are run completely free on a shoestring budget and it is amazing what they are able to do. That's so cool. Is there like a, is there a way to like, like network with other people on that too? Is it mostly like just reading other people's stuff or can you like, like, are there like discussion boards or like? Uh, there are hangouts there, there too. Yeah, there's a you can comment on fix and you can leave kudos and you can like bookmark them and you can also send private messages to people. Um, I, I, That's I, super cool. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I usually leave a leave like comments and stuff and like kudos and it's just it's it's a great way to, to interact with other people and you can dedicate fix to other um, authors on the site too. So you can oh. it's so cool. You can like write a fic and then like there's a special place where where you can like where it's like a drop down menu where you can be like dedicated to and then you can like link another account and it's just I love it so much. That's so cool. If you just because like. I'm, I'm curious if you had to like give advice to like a middle schooler now who's like, I'm going to be a writer someday. And, and they're interested in sort of like going the path that you did, like how, how, not like, how would you get started? But like, it's kind of overwhelming. Is there like a, like an entry point or like, do you just read and then just like go and start writing from there and just see what happens? Yeah, I mean, uh, the only, the only like real advice I could probably give is you're going to suck at first, but you will get better. Right. Um, just <laughs> that's it, really good <laughs> advice, though. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Picasso didn't start out as Picasso. J.K. Rowling did not start out as J.K. Rowling. Um, it's just like it's um like and, and most of your favorite fan of fan artists like they're great now, but they used to draw stick figures too. Uh, so it's just something that you have to keep working on it and it, and it is a muscle you have to flex. Um, there are some people who are like, well, some people are like, are, are, are in a better disposition to writing or, um, or drawing than someone else. I'm like, yeah, sure. Probably. But they also had to work hard at it too. So I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the mindset where like, because I was never very good at grammar and I flunked almost every single one of my English classes um, in, oh my gosh. in middle school. <laughs> it was bad. I, I, I couldn't diagram sentences. It just, it did not make sense to me. Um, and yet here I am. Uh, it's just like, you are going to suck at first, but you will find your voice and you'll find the kinds of tropes that you love to write and the kind of characters you love to write. And then once you do, just keep writing it and don't give up. I feel like that's the kind of advice like like you hear from like parents a lot when you're a kid, but it's mm-hmm. so different hearing from someone who has like someone who actually has made it and did it that way. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I I've always like known you're gonna suck at first or like you're gonna fail, but it feels like no one else has to. You know, yeah. So it's like really cool <laughs> to hear you say that. It's it's, it's really funny because especially online, like people only post like their best things. You 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 only see the the highlight reel from other people's lives. Um, yeah. So I think it's really important to talk about, especially like if you do want to get into like writing or like some form of like creative field. Like you you do you do have to talk about failure, and you do have to talk about well, I did you know, get rejected, what was it, 74 times before I got an agent. 
Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's stuff like and that. that's so real, but it makes sense. I mean, like it makes sense on one hand because like sometimes from a professional standpoint, it's not like great to have a list of your failures and like talk about them all the time. Like when you're trying to look like you have your shit together or like you're trying to get somewhere, it feels like you don't want to like acknowledge how much you didn't do that, but it, but it happened and it's so like, it is a part of everyone's story. And it, I think, I think you're right. Like you do get the highlight reel, but that doesn't mean nothing else happened. It's just like, not everyone publishes that all the time. Exactly. It's just like, not, not everyone like talks about like, Oh, I failed this. But like, you also have to remember that every failure isn't really a failure. If you're still moving forward. Um, because like all, like those 73 rejections, they got me to where I am now. And I am a better like person because of it, because I've learned to accept rejection. I've learned to, you know, bounce back from it. And I've like learned to learn from it, which is very, very, very important, especially in this field, because like you will get rejections all the time. Um, and it's not because you're bad or because you don't have a good story or because you don't write well, but it's just, it's usually luck because like, like maybe that, that editor or that agent just signed someone with that, with almost, almost that exact same plot, or maybe there's already book publishing that's like that. It's just, it's, it's really nothing. It's usually nothing having to do with you and it's everything having to do with timing. Um, I like that. Like rejections aren't always personal. Like sometimes it's just, you can't, not everyone can win everything all the time. (laughs) It's just like not the way the world works, but that doesn't mean you're bad. And I think like you figuring out how to keep going is like the best advice ever because, you know, rejections happen to people, whether they talk about them or not, like that's just part of life. And so taking that and moving forward, then you can get to the 74th one where it is a success. And that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's just it's really, really important. And it's really important to also just love what you do, because like in the face of all those rejections, you have to keep like you have to keep your love for writing or else it does become a chore that you don't want to do anymore. Um, And like, why do you write if not because you love it? Like you're not going to get rich writing. I promise you that. Um, that yes. <laughs> like there's like I like I have, I have so many family members who are like, well, are you a millionaire yet? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I still have like thirty thousand dollars of student loans that I have to pay off. Like no, no, uh-huh. I'm not. <laughs> well, and that that's it too. Like some industries, like they look different than they actually. Are so it's like oh you have a published book that's in bookstores everywhere that must mean you're a millionaire it's like okay well that's not exactly how this works all the time it's like here's a very large map of like the percentage of what you get from the book being on the shelf spoiler alert um yeah it's just like you have to love what you do first and foremost. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's basically all of the advice that I would have, like, just keep working at it and just love it. Even that's awesome. Yeah. Even when you hate it, just try to love it. Right. Just remember why you love it and get through the part that you hate. Exactly. <laughs> Cause hopefully it'll be worth it on the other side. Which is why I still write fanfic. 
Yeah. That's so awesome. What's uh what's your favorite part of being like so you've done like you have gone through all of the various levels of like writing fanfic and then trying to get an agent and like now you are a published author is your favorite part still writing or are there like other parts of being an author now that are your favorite oh that's hard you can have more than one answer. That's okay. Because I feel like as, as a good author, I should say that my readers are my favorite part. Um, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like as, as someone who like spends most of her time alone um, writing, I have to say my favorite part of writing is actually editing. I really, really okay. like, I, I like having a, like a draft in front of me. I like knowing what I can change, what I can't change. Whereas like when I draft, like I am notorious for stalling because there's just a blank page below me and I'm like, Oh no, how do I fill this? What are words? Where's the plot? Right. <laughs> what are characters? You know, it's just, um, but, uh, but yeah, I really, really like to edit. And I also really like to explore new genres and like, I, I, I like to try and reinvent old tropes, um, that's a that's one of my favorite things to do because I I have like a few tropes that I just really really love and I like when I finally find a story that I can like use those tropes in and just run with it that's so awesome that's good though too because I mean writing is so many steps so like writing isn't just the first draft like editing is a huge part of writing too so I think that's a totally great answer. Yeah, I mean, like editing is a bigger part of writing than writing is because you 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 end up editing usually for longer than you're writing. Um, so you have to you have to love the grind. Yeah, which is another thing that you don't necessarily think about. Like if you haven't done it before, you're like, oh, you write a book and then then you're done. It goes on to bookshelves. No. Yeah, <laughs> like usually because it's funny because uh, readers will come up to me and say they they loved a scene in in a book and I will look at them and I will like have this momentary panic in my head like which scene was that when was that at what <laughs> point because like when, by by the time a book comes out I will be like two years ahead of it because I have written it two years ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh, totally. So I'm just like, oh. I didn't even think about that. So I have to, so I have to like, I have this like momentary panic where, where I'm like, do I lie and say, yes, I remember, or do I tell them the truth and break their heart? Which is it? That's so funny. I, that makes so much sense, but I've never thought about that. Like the time difference between writing it and then doing like a tour about it, or even just talking to fans like, later yes that's so funny and you've written so much more stuff since then so much. like if you're an active writer yes. oh my gosh that's hilarious yeah it's just like my, my my tiny goldfish brain can only shove so much in at one time so they're like oh Darian did so and so in this chapter and I'm like uh-huh yeah yeah I will yeah they did yes uh-huh <laughs> so that's so fun too like I, I I always think of the movie Galaxy Quest when I think about like fans yes. because that was one of the first movies I saw that was about like conventions and one of savings yes and like that is a funny that's like what I picture when there are like fans who know details of what you did like better than you 100%. did 100% it's, it's so funny but that's so true it's though so like true. when you get fans if someone's brain works like all about the details and yours is working like in a different 
in a different way. It's hilarious that that is just what happens. Yeah, it's, it's just so like, funny. you know this story better than I do now. So uh, we're just going <laughs> to smile and nod for a, for a yep. minute. <laughs> uh, but, but like after that happened the first time, I learned that every time I have to go and do um, like an event for a certain book, I will go back and I will refresh my memory so I don't disappoint fans because that, that's the one thing that I don't like to do. <laughs> do you like do you like fully reread your books again or do you like skim like how do you I was gonna say that sounds hard yeah on a bunch for a bunch of reasons that sounds hard nope I I just skim it and I'm like that happened okay that happened okay yeah I cannot change that sentence even though I want to we're gonna keep going um oh yeah does that happen a lot where you like because now that you I mean now you have books that came out like a while ago because you've been like doing this are you ever like oh no I wish I could just or do you just like as an author learn that like once it's published it is what it is and then you like move on and do the next thing Uh, that one basically because like I can't go back and I can't change anything so usually I'm just like well that's who I was at that point in my life and this is who I am now so the only thing I can do is go forward and not go backwards um yeah that's a very that's like a very good realistic way to look yeah, at it like, which makes a lot of sense it's like a can of worms the other way because you'll just be like right. emailing your publisher at two in the morning going can i please you know Try to like re-edit forever yeah <laughs> it's just not uh who boy <laughs> yeah no i i imagine that's the healthiest way to do it like you just have to do a project and then it's finished and then move on to the next thing yep Yep. And also like usually like that, that next thing is not even in, in the same genre. So I'm like, who what now? Is that so hard? Like, have you ever been writing more than one book at once? Yes. Uh, last year. Is that impossible? It was so hard. So last year I had to juggle between um, a fantasy sci-fi, the, the sequel to Heart of Iron and Geek 2. And so... <laughs> um which 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 is princess and the fangirl um so i had to like switch brains at like at some point throughout the year like i would be drafting one and then i'd be drafting the other then be editing one and editing the other and it was just like a toss-up and then that one time when i had both on my plate at once i just wanted to die (laughs) yeah like i i actually don't know how you do that I, I honestly cannot remember that month. It's just, it's, 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 it's a blank yeah. in my memory. It's, I can't. That makes sense. It just, you can't, like, <laughs> you just can't even. I, I can't even. I, I, I don't think my like goldfish brain will allow me to think about that month ever again. So. Yeah. That's so wild. That's so like exciting though, when you get to the other end of it and you have like all kinds of things coming out all the time. That's. That is great. Oh, it's it's so much fun, but it's also so exhausting because like it. I'm going from princess to and then four months later I have to do like a sci-fi, and then I'm like I'm going too fast, and it's just yeah, uh, it's like whiplash almost, but it's the best because I just I love writing stories, and I'm just so thankful that I'm that I have this problem. Like I'm complaining, but I'm just really happy I have this problem. <sighs> You know what? That I feel like that's every creative though, where you're like, I love that this is happening. It's so hard, but I would like never take it back or change it at all. Exactly. Whereas like, please let me complain, but also don't judge me for complaining. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Well, speaking of that, uh, where, like, 
where can people find all the exciting stuff that's coming out? Like where, where can people follow you and like, what what are the things to look out for coming up soon? All right, so you can follow me at Ash Poston um, on Twitter. It's P O S T O N. I know it looks like it should be uh, like pronounced Poston, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. That's something that you can know now that you're listening. Yes, uh, but <laughs> you can hear it. But if someone says Poston, I am not going to like think unkindly of you because like it it <laughs> probably should be Poston if we're being honest. Um, well, that's the thing about names; they can kind of be whatever you decide. So that is great. It's Poston, but it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah my uh my book comes out uh april 2nd but if you want to uh if you haven't read geekerella yet and if you want to it's going to be an amazon kindle deal the entire month of march uh and it'll be on sale for 199 so please go and check that out because uh it's finger guns fantastic um, yeah. and then, uh, no, on $1.99, like you cannot, I know that. it's cheaper than a latte. I mean, I just, how, how can you not for $1.99 for the cheap, cheap price of a soul? Um, right. <laughs> uh, and then <gasps> April 2nd, Princess and the Fangirl comes out. Uh, I would recommend you pre-order, um, because I will be announcing some pre-order goodies that will be also coming your way that awesome. I'm just fangirling about just thinking about it. I'm so excited. Um, and then also, uh, I can't talk about most of my tour yet that's happening in April, but I can say that uh, we two are going to be um, in New York at Books of Wonder on April 9th. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And it's going to be so much fun. So please come out if you're in the area and join us because it is going to be a lot of fun. And we're just going to talk a lot about fandom and about probably about conventions because we both go to a lot of them. <laughs> yep oh and we'll both oh i don't know if this i guess this episode will probably be out after emerald city but if it's not we'll both be there like we're both at conventions all the time so if you follow us yes it's like waving from across the convention hall (laughs) are you doing book con should i have asked you that not no no it's fine um i will might be at book con <laughs> okay, cool. uh, there's a like it's it's it, it's a maybe maybe not thing. I will be at Blogbound, which is right before BookCon, so um, chances are I will be at BookCon. Cool, yes. but you keep your where do you do you keep your schedule like on your website or just like posting on social where you're going to be like people can find where you yes, are I guess, uh, you, you, I'm, I'm easily googleable um i'll post all my stuff on twitter and instagram and it's all it will also be on my website ashposton.com um I, and it's, it's also always in my newsletter which i'm trying to make monthly but you know what i am just really lazy so it has not been monthly <laughs> you write a lot I so do. that's understandable <laughs> um, but i'm trying that's a gold star for trying um, yeah awesome oh i'm so excited for all this cool stuff too. Coming it's gonna up. be amazing yeah thank you so much for chatting with me today this is the thank best. you so much for inviting me i just uh i just love you and your stuff and what you do so much I, oh. this is my favorite when episodes are just like us fangirling about each other <laughs> I know, just like, i love everything you do never stop <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. And everyone get, you have to get, um, issue four of the magazine and read Ash's article. It is so great. Um, every other article, like I loved the one about rewatching Yu-Gi-Oh! That was like, I felt that in my soul and also the fanfic. Oh my God. Yeah. It's it, this, I mean, I love all the issues, but this one really felt like we touched on every different point that someone can like get into fandom from it felt it was really yeah, special it, like, I it loved touched it. my soul I was like this this is the, like it was what I needed like at that at that exact day that I read it I was just it was so good <sighs> I'm so happy oh my gosh thank you so <laughs> thank much you. and uh I'm so excited to see you at so many things it's coming be so up. much fun and I hope to see the rest of you too at some point in the future yeah, uh, Ash is super nice and friendly. So if you see her somewhere, just go say just hi. Just go say hi and I'll be She's real great. weird. So. <laughs> I mean, as we all are. So that's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please follow Ash to see like where she's going to be and book stuff that's coming up. Um, and, and thanks for listening and, uh, subscribe and leave a review. If you can check out our Patreon and, uh, have a really great week. Stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.